ball, beautiful bowl. Molly B's Alopecia Journey on Inspirational Wednesday. I appreciate you guys so much for coming back and being a part of this platform. It is an inspiration to me, and I pray that it's an inspiration to you because I am telling you, I'm having too much fun. You guys, this is August. This is August, and my guests are live and in person. But before we get started, I want you to share. You know the drill. This is not about you. It's not about me, but it is about our family and our friends. There are so many of us who need to hear this platform. And you know what? The only way they're going to hear it is if you share it. So I believe in God that as you hear this, you are being blessed along with sharing this platform. Also, I want to give a purpose of this platform. I love to put that out in the front because it is the birth that the Lord came through, you know, came out of me because of my alopecia. I asked the Lord, what is the purpose of this platform? Why do you even want me to do it? So Lord, let me know that the purpose of the platform is what my purpose is. It's why I came here, why he allowed me to get through and me to survive what I went through as I, as I became an adult. But the purpose of this platform is to, is to inspire and empower you, individual, in myself, to be strengthened by your own testimonies versus being weakened by your experiences. And what do I mean by that? Oftentimes we get depressed, we get out of ourselves because of the things that we are going through. And we and people look at us and they were like, well, you encourage me by what you're going through. So if others can be encouraged by what we're going through, why can't I be encouraged by my own testimony? Well, this is where it starts right here. This is what I want through the Holy Ghost to empower you to understand that you can inspire yourself. David, Paul said, I die daily, meaning that every day through the day that he had to ask God to forgive him. Through the day he had to ask God, he had to pray and say, Lord, I need you. So our testimonies may be hard at times. Oh yeah, this particular journey I'm on when I lost my hair, it is hard. But you know what? I found my second wind. I found how to be how the Lord was able to encourage me. So as a result of that, I have my beautiful, beautiful sister, Anita Levy, today. She is live and in person, you guys. And this girl right here, she holds no punches, I'm telling you. I, Anita, welcome. Welcome, girl. Welcome, Miss Molly. It's a pleasure of you inviting me to your broadcast. Thank you so much for being here. I got to start off by telling everybody how we met in a non-conventional way, okay? Yes. My daughter was roaming through the mall in Atlanta. <laughs> she had, I think she had just got her hair done. She went down for to get her hair done from the week for the weekend. Uh, we live here in Tennessee. Anyway, she uh, immediately called me, Anita, after she met you guys. Well, she said, Mom, she said, I didn't want to stay. She said, but it was three beautiful black ball women in the mall. And she said, I, my eyes got fixed on them because I know your journey. And she said, I just got embarrassed and I didn't want them to think that I was staring in a negative way. So I, she went over to you guys and she explained to you why she was looking and that her mom was dealing with the same thing. And you, Anita, immediately gave her your contact information. 
And that very night, family, that very night, and it was in 21, I think it was around November or December. Yes. She, I reached out, we reached out to each other and we connected. Now, mind you, Anita and I have not met personal yet. Since then, we haven't met. But we have talked so much. I have a family that I knew nothing about. <laughs> and I am so happy to, that my daughter, you know, met you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this platform, Anita. Yes. It's a pleasure is all mine. But let me tell you, let's get started because I want the I want the family to hear your story. So I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself so we can just let the family know that this this Anita is is has got a testimony. She's on a journey all of her own as well. Go, Anita. Okay, my name is Arnita Levy. I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. I moved to Atlanta back in 1992. I've been um, suffering from alopecia since I was like 12 or 13 years old. And my parents allowed me to make my own choices if I wanted to wear wigs or if I wanted to wear uh, my bald head. So I decided to do both. But I noticed in Chicago, People have people will embrace you different from your hometown because they knew who my parents were. They knew who my family was. So it wasn't like I was afraid to wear my bald head, but it was more of the no sayers or naysayers, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Do the staring. That would do all the whispering and stuff like that. And been a, a child at thirteen and twelve and thirteen years old, you know you kind of like get like scared and afraid. So as I grew older, I decided that I wanted to embrace myself. But then again, being around people that doesn't have an open mind. Yes. So when I moved to Atlanta and I've been here 30 years, I was wearing um, the bald head. And of course I got different stares. And so I just went back to my wigs. But the, the thing with me here in Atlanta, uh, when I moved here, I was wearing the uh, bald head and I went on a job interview. And I went to the job interview, which I wore the bald head. And the lady hired me, but then she came back with the uh, acceptance letter. And she told me, she said, we can't hire you. And I was like, okay, but why? And she said, because I would be at high risk. And okay, a question mark came to my head, like, what is the high risk? And she right, right. that I had cancer. So once she did that, I came home, I cried, you yeah. know. So then that made me go back into my shell wearing the wigs people is only going to accept me for who i am with my wig because um hair is everything so three months later i had talked to my sisters about it and my sister then was like okay we're gonna go back mm -hmm. gonna go back to this job and we're gonna wear a wig so what i did was i went back to the same job ah. position uh -huh. lady was there she hired me in. I got the severance pay. I mean, I mean, not severance pay, the acceptance letter. Yeah. She introduced me to the whole team. But what she didn't know is that I don't know if it was had to be the spirit in me or it's just that I didn't care. 
what I did in front of the whole crowd, I told her, I said, you know, you, I know I'm not sure if you remember me three months ago, but oh, wow. I'm the same young lady that came in with the bald head. You assumed that I had cancer. I don't have cancer. I suffer from alopecia. Alopecia is an, um, a disorder from immune disorder that people doesn't know too much about it. Exactly. So I took off my wig. I took off the wig and I did not accept that position because you assumed something about me. So if you assumed that I had cancer, what would you assume me of anything else? So I declined that position, but my sister actually uh, had me to do a lawsuit against them. Wow. You yeah. know what, Anita? That is one of the boldest stories I have ever heard. Yes. And I am so proud of you for standing up for you. You know, once I became a part, I call it, girl, I call this a community. We are live. Yes. We are a big a part of us, uh, a ball, beautiful ball women. And I, I cannot even imagine to be honest with you, I feel a little selfish. I said, well, dog, I should have started this a long time ago. You know what? To be people, Yeah. Yes. To be honest with you, Miss Molly, I said the same thing. Yeah. I have pictures where we share as a family and it was like, Nita, you have the face. My uncle and them, they teased me. Your mother shaped your head. And we, we joke about this. And I'm yeah. like, I should have done this long time ago. If I had, I had, my question is, why were we running? Why were we hiding? They had, now check this out. Nobody has, no human has no heaven or no hell to put us in. So why do we run? Why? There's no real or reason. Well, you know? I think it's more of acceptance, mm -hmm. friends, you know, I'm going to tell you this, right? Thing. Huh? You know, I'm going to tell you this because you know what? If they were our friends, exactly. they would have accepted us. Exactly. But so we, 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 we run the risk. We run the risk of assuming. Right. That's okay? exactly what it is. Because since I stepped out, my circle has gotten so small besides my baldy ladies. I mean, because people look at me and my daughter say, Ma, it's the look on your face. People just come to you and be like, oh, you look so beautiful. You, Because they can't say anything negative to you because I think it's the look on your face. Your face expressions speaks a lot about you. And then people, it intimidate people what they would say to you. But I'm more of, I'm, I'm really peaceful. Amen. Very peaceful as long as... You respect me, we're going to respect each other. Yeah. But don't assume anything about me because all you have to do is ask. <laughs> hair make, I mean, if hair makes a woman, it's a lot of women out here is not being real to themselves. And I have to be genuine to myself. First. And to be honest with you, you know, the other story is my sister, she was sick. And she came down to visit me here in Atlanta. She actually, actually, she popped up on me. And I was like, okay, we're going to dinner. So I was had a hair appointment that day. And beautician called me. When I called my beautician, she went up to $165 to get my hair done. Before I 
Oh, that I had I had called her. I had just went I I went living on her. I told her I've been coming to you for over three four years, and all of a sudden now I have to pay your rent. I'm not paying your rent. From that point on, I went in the bathroom, and I told my sister. My daughter said, "Watch her. You don't know what this woman finna do." I had I had took the wig off. I took all the hair hair glue everything that was in my house. Put yeah. it in the bag. I had shaved my head, and so I was fussing at my daughter. I said, come and help me cut the back of my hair. She said, mama, you're not doing it. I said, if you don't cut the back of my hair, I'm going to whoop you. She said, mama, I'm 32 years old. I said, I don't care. I want this shaved off. So my niece ran home and made me a shirt that says, ball, ball head hose embracing herself. Mm -hmm. From that day on, and this has been back in 2016, and from that day on, right before my mom passed away, in June of 16, my mom saw me wearing my bald head, and my mama said, that's who I, that's my daughter right there. And you know what? That's beautiful when your family can embrace you. Yeah. Let me ask you this, sis. You said you, you lost your hair around 12, the age of 12 and 13. Yes. What, what what were some of the symptoms that alerted you that you were that you were not so much losing your hair because you didn't know that you I don't know if, I don't know if you, you could tell me if you knew that you was actually going bald but you was losing hair so did you think maybe it's something you did but but it was not going to be to that degree what were some of your symptoms that made you know well actually if I really did I didn't have any symptoms but what it was is that. I used to wear, I used to like to wear braids. Yes. And when I was yes. like, when my hair, the beautician couldn't catch my hair with the braids. And it wasn't like, it was just a little spot. These was like big round circles. Mm -hmm. And so when I talked to my dad, and I have one of my sisters, she's a, she's a doctor. So she went into all these medical terms and I'm uh -huh. like English to me. So they was like, okay, they took me, my mom, them took me to a dermatologist. We didn't know anything about alopecia. So we used to tease my dad and figure out why he never had hair at the top, but he had hair from around the side and it was long, mm -hmm. but he never had nothing at the top of his head. Mm -hmm. He had alopecia as well. And so the dermatologist was telling us that I would, before I turned 25 years old, I wouldn't have any hair because alopecia has uh, taken over my, my uh, hair follicles. So you, you, yours came from genetics. Mine came from genetics. And I'm yeah. hearing you because alopecia has, there are different forms of alopecia. Yes, ma'am. And I'm going to talk more about my particular form later in the segment, but uh, from what I'm hearing from you, you had more of a patchy loss. It oh, was patches over your head. Miss Miss uh, Molly, it was more than patches. I didn't have no hair in the back. Wow. Like, yeah. But my mom used to comb it, and that's why she kept it braided so. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they used to braid it so tight, and I'd be Yes, you got a headache, girl. So that's when I was telling my mom, I was like, Mom, can I wear my hair bald? And she was like, no, you don't have no hair. You know, not to cut it all off. And my dad was like, let her wear her hair whichever way she want to wear. And from that point on, I cut it off 
but then I was wearing wigs too, but they didn't know about the wigs because it didn't look like a wig. It right. was, you know, so I didn't, I mean, mine came out in big patches. And so, and it was really, really noticeable as to you had to cover it up unless, you know, you wanted to just go bald. And I should have went bald when I was younger. Actually, I would have been more bad. I, maybe I would have been, hey, I would have been, it would have been, it would have hit the forefront sooner than later. Sooner, sooner. But you know what? I'm going to tell you what, what we, uh, we know now. Yes. It's a season. It is. Then we go through, had you, uh, had I went through it back then or sooner than before we uh, came to ourselves, yes. probably we know how we would have, you know, been able to handle that because even though we know that we are strong, we know what our our genetics are, mm -hmm. it still is different. And God prepares us in every season. Yes, so, he did. Yeah, but, but right now, right now, sis, I tell you, I had to repent to God. I mean, I cried because I said, God, I am so sorry. Because I could not see then what I see now, the peace that you spoke about earlier. Yes. The understanding. The freedom. Oh, girl, don't start with that. Oh, yes. When you when you start, when you go through something in life, and this is something major, because even dealing with in a relationship, men look at you in a certain way. They want their women a certain way. Mm -hmm. But what they have to understand is that everybody has flaws. Everybody has issues, problems. Hello. So if you accept what's within me, not what's on the outside of me, go ahead. Then we can get along better. We can have a better relationship and we can communicate better. But for me, I I don't remember a time when I did cry when I found out about it because my mm -hmm. mom used to pay the $175. Uh, for the hydrocortisone shots, yes. they, everything. I mean, because yes. I was, they they made me. You, I was like me and my mom. We never, you know, we had the disagreement. I'm not going to the doctor for a shot. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. And so I went to my dad and my uncles, and they was like, if she don't want any shots, it's okay. Because when this, when I read up on it at a young age. It says your hair particles are dead. There, I mean, and I don't yeah. care. People tell you all of this hair hair product that will grow it back. Mm -hmm. They can reverse alopecia. Anybody can tell you that, but if they haven't reversed alopecia from thirteen and I'm fifty six, and you all have not came up with a product, I don't even need your product because my car do not purchase hair care product. Nothing for my head because I'm good. I can, I'm good. I'm, I stand on my truth and is this who I am? You know what, let me just interject with that because, and we're gonna have to put a placeholder here because you got to come back. <laughs> I, you gonna have to come back. We got to, I'm bringing you back next week. So just hold that thought. Okay. So we do talk about the money spent. Yes. We went, we did the same thing. Creams, even got my scalp tested. All of this. The deal was it was a money-making grab because oh, they, knew, they knew that it was not going to grow back. But in the end, guess what the ultimate was? 
where we make wigs. These are not the kind of wigs from my generation, you know, from, from my community. They weren't those kinds of wigs, okay? It didn't look like me. No. I didn't feel comfortable looking at it. So really they wanted to give you this false hope. And then at the end of the day, it was coming around to their wigs. So and my, and my mother used to tell, I used to tell my mom, these wigs, this artificial hair, it's poking my scalp. Yeah. It, the, the, the band is is squeezing my little temple. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't for me. I mean, let for me do this. We got to put a placeholder here because yeah. right now I'm going to bring you back. Just sit tight. We're going to, uh, we're going to bring y'all family. Anita coming back, but she's not even close to being done. But what we got to do now is put on a new outfit. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for a new outfit. And this is what the Lord gave me in my prayer closet. He said, it's an outfit. It's like trying on your daily word, your daily, your fresh word. It's like putting on a new outfit. And for the man, it's the, it's the suit, it's the whatever you wear. For the female, it's our outfit, our dress, our shorts, whatever makes us look, up, look like we want to look. But it's a new outfit. I love shopping. At this age, I don't do a lot of shopping now. But hey, I still like the concept. But the, out, but the outfit is what the Lord gave me. Uh, I'm telling you, I couldn't have done this on my own. It had to be under the anointing of God. Yes. But the new outfit, which is the new word for today, get ready for it. Matthew 16, 19. I will give you the kings of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. When I think about binding, and this, this scripture just, just got to me because the Lord has so, we had so much fun with it. When I think of binding, I think of anything that I do not want or anything that is causing a hindrance or causing me pain. And I'm asking my daddy because when I grew up, I didn't have a dad. So the Lord and I got so close, I began calling him daddy. So I called my God, my daddy. So yes. when I don't want something, I say, God, I need you to get rid of it. I simply don't want it anymore. I feel the negative thoughts, whatever the negative thoughts was that entered my mind, I said, God, I need you to get rid of that too. I need you to get rid of the anguish of being frustrated from difficulties. I need that to be bound, okay? I begin to understand what bound means. We're talking about being bound. We're talking about loosening, binding on earth so it can be bound in heaven. Yes. Understand that bound is anything that does not agree with the word of God. Anything that is unlawful. Whatever you bind on earth. Okay. But, but then, hallelujah, I think about loosening. Those things that are lawful and right in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. I am loose from the pain that I was feeling when I wanted it to be bound. I'm loose from that. I'm loose from any hindrances that kept me in a fix. They kept me from not thinking clearly. Now I can, I got the mind of Christ because I no longer am bound, but I have loosed that. The enemy no longer have hostage in my mind. Glory. I told you this is good. Yes. This is good. Yes. Now let's finish this word. Whatever you bind on earth should be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth should be loose in heaven. As a result of binding and loosening, my daddy said, he would give you the kings of the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Okay? So I want you to understand this. The keys, you don't get keys to anything. It's a, whenever you get keys, it's a sign that you are now family. 
Anybody don't get keys, okay? God right. is trusting us with the keys to his kingdom because we are walking in obedience of his word. Because he said, whatsoever you bind, this is the word of God. So we're being obedient to God's word. Whatsoever you loose, we're being obedient to God's word. God is giving a reaction to our action. What am I saying? Our action is binding and loosening on earth. And God's reaction is binding and loosening in heaven. The secret is the activation of your faith and obedience to the word of God. Because whatever you bind on earth was already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth, it was already loosed in heaven. So know that God's ways, know that God wants me, he wants you to be free. We are family, a.k.a. his children. And let me add, my daddy. Wear your garment today. Our daddy has given us everything we need to be, to be covered and, to, and for us to look well. Remember Matthew 16, 19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. I want you to wear your outfit, prance around, dress it up, and look good in it. I will see you next Wednesday on Ball Beautiful Bold. Molly B's Alopecia Journal on Inspirational Wednesdays. Know that you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm also on Ball Beautiful Bold KAZ. We will have Anita with us next week. So y'all better get ready because sister ain't even through. But in the meantime, wear your Matthew 619. God bless you. I will see you next week.